Hi, you're about to listen to an episode of Borough Talks, a podcast from Borough Market. A very, very warm welcome to you. We're going to be bringing you a series of conversations around food and food culture with some inspiring guests and leading voices from the food industry. I'm your host, Angela Clutton. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode of Borough Talks. And if you do, you can subscribe for more from us. Hello everybody, it's Angela and I am for this podcast down at the market. We've uh, never done this before so it's kind of exciting, kind of nervy but the best thing is I'm here with lovely Melissa Hemsley. Oh my gosh, Angela, the angel of Borough Market, the angel of South London. (laughs) It is so glorious. I've been here before when we've done carols, Uh, I think I did a little mulled wine demo. I mean, we're talking 12 years ago. And that is an awesome wreath. Doesn't it just feel gorgeous and Christmassy? It feels gorgeous and Christmassy. It feels crisp. It's a delight. I sort of feel like it's it's evening time and we could break into a (laughs) little bit of warm wine. But I'm excited to do my Christmas shopping with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little walk around all these gorgeous stores and see what's what. So we're here outside about Spice Mountain. Shall a great we, uh, place to start. A great place to start. At the okay. top of the mountain, Spice so, Mountain. So you, you come to the market? Oh my gosh, yes. Well, as you, you know, I live no in... to that, can you? Give no, no, but I, I, I think everybody knows how much I love Borough. I have been... Well, I'm a Kingston girl, so I've okay. always been this side of the river. And then I lived in Brixton, Stockwell. We had a kitchen in Elephant and Castle. So I've always used... Um, borough for my do you know I was a private chef back in the day yeah yeah so I, I, I um, you know I said take that on borough market supplies well I mean <laughs> I think we're just done aren't we isn't that it that's just like where we stop and I have always loved Spice Mountain and I remember when I think it was yonder there much smaller yeah. space and like yeah, look yeah, at yeah, this yeah. now Nasi goreng. Oh my God. Vegetable mix for Indonesian fried rice. You and I love leftovers. We <laughs> yes. see leftovers as queens of yes. the kitchen. That would be a great stocking filler, wouldn't it? Yeah. For making up yeah. fried yeah, rice. That's a good idea. Getting your leftover turkey yeah. in there, your yeah. ham. Oh my gosh. We always overorder on the eggs. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Don't we? So then crack that crispy egg on there. I what would you go nice. for? Why aren't we here? Well, I've got a little mulled wine spice bomb. I mean, that's always a lovely thing, isn't it? And are you you following Cook for Ukraine? Because straight away I'm just looking at this pack of Iranian limes. And you can, um, you pierce them, don't you? And you pop them into stews. Do and you? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so gourmet sabzi, the lamb and herb stew. I've not made that, but I love making an Iranian lentil soup. So I definitely put an Iranian feel like we lime in there. What, what would Where you go for? We've got oh loads of these gorgeous salt. Gorgeous, what perfect presents. Song. I know, they really are. And for like Secret Santa stuff, you say like stocking fillers. Secret Santa is an excellent... Oh, yeah. Because even people that don't cook love to come to Borough Market, don't they? Because they can collect enough and able... Uh, so that they... It's sort of assembly jobby. Less, <laughs> less than cooking, right? Well, that's the thing. That, and at Christmas, like, there's so much cooking to do. It is really nice, isn't it? Just to be able to come down and get a few bits and bobs that you can put out. You know it's great. You know where it is. This has got to be a great low-waste solution. So they're using, yeah, a great way to use up a surplus of um, fruit. So raspberry, mango, sour cherry fruit powder. That would be nice in a martini. Cherry martini. Look at me for that. No, no, (laughs) how much I like a martini. (laughs) Bee pollen, baobab. That's great, great dose of vitamin C in there. The tree of life, they call that. Baobab. Wow, okay, let's go over here. Gosh, I cannot believe their range. There's so many, aren't there? Look at that. I think Magali was saying they have a thousand spices. Oh my. Isn't that just nuts? And what, I mean, they're representing the entire planet here, aren't they? Let's see if we can find something we have never 
cooked before. Well, you've already picked up. Well, you say that, but you've already picked up a couple of things that I haven't tried. Let's see. Let's go. Let's 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 see if we can find something from a country that neither of us have got to yet or cooked from. I love Ethiopian Berber. I hope I've said that okay. I've never been to Cuba. Cuban seasoned salt. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What would you do with that? What do they say? Rub it into some squash. I mean, you know how we yeah. get to sort of just January and we're a bit over all the, yeah. the, the squash and the pumpkin or starting to. Oh, they're saying it's like great with tomatoes, roasted meats, roasted veg. Nice. Smoked paprika, Mexican oregano, not yeah. Cuban oregano, Mexican oregano. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, nice, nice, nice. Oh, look at this. Okay, I'm gonna let's challenge ourselves to find one more that we have not, we're not familiar with. Okay, I've never seen this before. Red onion powder. I've seen obviously onion granules, yeah, you know, yeah, for making yeah. your own spice rub, but red onion, that's a beautiful yeah, pink. There's just so much. But also, I think it's nice, they have all these exciting things which are a bit unusual, but then it's like all the basics as well. Oh, yeah. Grand Cardman and what we've got here, like yeah. star anise, my absolute favourite, everything has... Is star anise your favourite? Yeah, I stick star anise and everything. Me too. And tarragon, like all that anise family of flavours, like absolutely love. The whole anise yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming for Christmas. Like the entire thing. Right, come on, let's move on. Okay, okay. Because I'm going to have to drag And I like this family. idea, a chilli box. For, the, yeah. for your chilli lover friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, farewell for now, Spice Mountain. Farewell for now. <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be the last time. Right, let's go down this one. Also, I feel like we should maybe get a little bit of lunch. Yeah. Angela, <laughs> thoughts? So yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, well. I like to do a, a whip round, come up with at least three, yeah. I don't like to pick my fave straight away. When you come market shopping, yeah. how do you, do you go for it and buy or do you do a little peruse and then go back to stuff? Um, I do a stroll, a see in a stroll. Oh, we're we coming oh, back to them. Have you ever done Yes. That? Okay, so this yes. is from Field and Flower. You can do, we're not going to do it now. Okay. You can do a honey tasting. I love that. So you start at like the really light stuff, like the orange case, yeah, that kind of thing. And then you move along, you end up with chestnut honey, which is like really smoky. and Wow. I think amazing. That chestnut honey on a cheese board at Christmas would be incredible. And do a little plug for Borough Market, the knowledge. Yes. We have a recipe for chestnut honey ice cream. Oh, I've not made that one yet, Angela. It's bitter and smoky and Would you serve that with a with a with a fruit cake? Would I that be nice? It would actually. I was about to say, because it's so intense, it's something you'd sort of have on its own. Yeah. But actually, fruitcake is a really nice Ooh, like put the fruitcake really under the grill, oh get it chewy. Yeah. My name actually means honey. Does Greek. It? Yeah. Oh, and I've always loved honey. And I the think Melissa honey, bit or the Hems of it. What? Oh, the Melissa bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Helmsley, I think, is just like a misspelling from Helmsley in Yorkshire. Right. Okay. Ah, oh, good old Raya. Yeah. And look at that zero waste wall yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the refillables. Do you know if that's popular? It's got a great shop oh, yeah. front, hasn't it, coming around the corner from Brindisa. Yeah. I mean, having Raya here has been such a win for everyone. Everyone is so delighted to have Warren here. And you know they have Cannon Croc over in Bone Market Kitchen? No. So they do a hot food thing as well. Oh my. And then, and then they, now they have the shop. Let's go in. Let's okay. Go. That sounds like a good stop for lunch. Look at yes. these skinny, um, curvy purple stick aubergine. Yeah. Wow. I know. Amazing. And for anyone that gets in Jan, you know, Christmas, January, you know when you get a little bit, just like we just said a second ago, like, it's it's a it's a quieter time for winter produce in, yeah. in the UK. Yeah, so this yeah. is where you want your turmeric, yeah. your galangal, your lemongrass, which all freeze beautifully as well. So if you come beginning of December, then you know, sh you know, into February and March, 
And I've been by then. Everyone wants a bit of a different flavour hit. Oh, yeah. You want to pretend you're on holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Take yeah. me to Thailand tonight. Yeah, yeah, Take yeah, me to yeah. Indonesia it, tomorrow. That's completely it. But you get through all like, the turkey and all the heavy stuff, you think, oh, my yeah. goodness, give me something fresher and brighter with flavour. Let me see if we can find something that my Filipino mum would go gaga for. Wow. Look at that guava. I don't know, Tamarillo. What's that, then? We need to ask. I know Tomatillo. It's Moravan. Moravan's here. Hello, Hello. Hello. Come and say hi. We have a question. So this is Warren, whose place we're in. This hi. is Melissa. Nice to meet you. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you. Nice to see we'll you. Go on, what's your question? Um, we are a bit foxed by tamarillo. What? What's that then? Is that a fruit? Yeah, it's fruit. Yeah, so you just eat it like this. So yeah. Would it's... you just bite into it or scoop it out? Well, or we'll scoop it out. Scoop yeah, it out. so we'll ha- have it and then scoop it out. Okay. Yes. And where is it? Um, where is it from? I think this one is come from South America. Um, oh wow! These lot just came in season again because we haven't got it for a little while. This one come from Colombia. Oh right. So could you put it through um, like a savory salad, a spicy salad, or more of a sweet? Uh, it's a little bit of sour, so maybe yeah. yeah, it would be quite refreshing to mix in a salad. Yeah. In fact, I yeah, love sour. I've try that. Filipino key flavors in the Philippines are sour. So there's always like tamarind and calamansi. So I, I love sour yeah. vinegar. Uh, that's why you know I love your vinegar well, book. There you go, darling. Good plug. Much appreciated. <laughs> I had custard apple here for the first time when we were doing something a couple of weeks ago. I've never had it before. Yeah. And it's so well named, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it really is like a custardy apple. I love that um, you're sort of like you know you're you're such a part of the fabric of borough but that you'll always be surprised you'll never know everything here and that's, that's what's amazing life, isn't, isn't it? it you're continually i mean snake fruit hello so i guess it's snake fruit because of the, the skin. skin on it but i mean more it one. come back come back yeah <laughs> which one <laughs> amazing the yeah. snake fruit snake yeah. fruit Tell well us. yes there are two variety at the moment we only have the indonesian one this yeah. one it hasn't got like so much of the f- and a lot of flavor so people like it for its uh, texture so but there is another variety the thai one which is like very sour and that one you put it in like curry paste and things so use that for cooking and also for syrup uh, there's a sweet tail one, there are two varieties in Thailand, but similar. One is very sour, one is a little bit like sweet and sour. That mm-hmm. one you can make it into drink. So, in, uh, yeah. So, like a lovely, refreshing cold drink. Yeah, yeah, it's Ooh, lovely. Gorgeous. And also in, in dessert dishes, we can mix it in as well. But the sour one is really good in curry paste. Warren, wow. do you mind if I hold one? Yeah, well, or peel she one. Why do I do? Why do you have a look inside? And then we have a try, actually. Yeah, I mean, well, I can help you or sell you. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, I was thinking it might be. It's got like very uh, distinctive. What am I doing? Just carrying like, on peeling it. Yeah, peeling and, and you yeah, off. peel and then I eat. Know, but now I'm the fresh inside. <laughs> you either like I don't Warren, know. come back. Take over. <laughs> if you close your eyes, do you feel like you're pe- shedding it's, a snake you know skin? What? It feels like an alligator or something because it's really because mm. it's not sort of cold and slimy like a snake would be. I'm going to rename it alligator fruit. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. And then here we go. And then I'm just breaking. What does it yeah. smell like, Angela? Oh, um, oh gosh, what does it smell like? It doesn't smell much. Does it like the other one? That's really hard to explain. A bit cheesy. I'm just going to say that, and I was holding. I was holding back from saying it again. Yeah. No, it no, 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 no. <laughs> because it's often things that the fruits that smell one way often taste a completely different way. We're about to find out. There are two, three, three yeah. actually inside, I'm so you can share. I love how it sort of comes out like a bulb of garlic. There seems yeah, to be. Actually, yeah, actually. Um, cloves of it. Do they store quite well? Do they keep for a long time? Not too long, no. Uh, we get them fresh uh, twice a week. Um, right. But yeah. 
There you go. Wow. Right. So and we're just you, peeling bits off, yeah? Yeah, like, and you can eat the whole thing. Oh, so, I mean, like, that, that okay. is a seed inside, so that, that you want to spit out or you bite around yeah. it. Wow. That is incredible. It's so, um, as you say, it smells mm. a little bit juicy, but it's really, really bright and fresh. Oh, I love that. Very zesty. And, and it feels lovely. like you're biting into a garlic clove, the texture-wise. Mmm. So that's a snake fruit. Wow. Yes. Oh, I love it. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Mmm. We're on your complete star. <laughs> okay. God, oh, it's we so have to, refreshing. We have to carry on. Thank could you. Be, we could be here all day. Okay. Okay. Warren, um, so nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Can I ask me? Yeah. The, the zero waste wall. Yes. What's the most popular? Do people love coming to get rice? Like, what do people love getting? Cashews to uh, make and peanuts to get satay. Yeah, I uh, know. Actually, the most popular one would be brown rice. Brown rice. Yes, okay. yes. And then uh, we got like mung beans, which is quite popular, surprisingly. And yeah, and peanuts. Actually, we do sell peanuts as mm. well quite a lot. And uh, yeah, and cashew nuts, of course. In the Philippines, there's a lovely mung bean soup called yeah. mongo with loads of garlic and onions and ginger. And it's so nice when oh. you've had a really heavy meal. It's like, I guess, like a dal, but the very basic dal for the Philippines wow. with mung beans. Right, because I think in, in sort of in Thailand, we use uh, mung bean mostly in, in sweet dishes. Yes. Yeah, so. So true. Yeah, yeah. So we cook, we make a lot of paste, like sweet paste with mung bean. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Sorry, see you. Bye bye. See you. Bye. 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 Oh, I love it there. I love she it there. She's amazing. Yeah. I think she's been at the market, do you know? Just over a year, maybe a bit more time, so funny. It's only. Yeah, wow. pretty, but like already absolutely popped the fabric of the whole place. Woohoo! A celebration of the food, people, and energy of the market, says Yotam Otalengi <laughs> in the advert for. And I think, yes. The knowledge. The knowledge, indeed. Christmas trees are going. Oh, it's so beautiful. I've had so many. I mean, I started working on Bermondsey Street when I was 18. So I've cooked, you know, I've come here to buy my ingredients. And then I worked. And then I worked in um, for a shoe company on Bermondsey Street. So I used to come here in my for my lunch break. And would you grab grab your lunch? Yeah, I'd go and get a sausage roll at the Ginger Pig. <laughs> you know, they are epic. They I'd basically epic. come and get a lunch at eleven because the Ginger Pig sausages yes, sausage yeah. rolls would run out. Yes. Now come on here, darling. Okay. Brussels tops. Brussels. Oh Brussels. wow, see, delicious. You do. I'd be frying them up with loads of garlic, shaving them with parmesan, pomegranate seeds, bit of chilli, what would you do? Well, all of that, but probably a bit of bacon in there as well. Oh, a little bit of bacon too, <laughs> excellent, very, very nice. Well, I think what you've just said is really right, you've got to balance all the different flavours. Yeah, speaking of the bacon, yeah. I love Brussels tops, just a few of them in a carbonara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- you know, yeah, they go yeah, so yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and sometimes I use them as a bed to sort of roast a piece of fish or something on. Oh, I and haven't and done all that. the flavours just kind of like, you know, get in there and get together. Oh, so I, I love that. A bed of Brussels sprout top. <laughs> Great. Look at that pomelo. Yum. Yeah. And that would be lovely, wouldn't it? You could make with all of your leftover, like, thinking of red cabbages. I love braised red cabbage in December and January. But I put pomelo in there and turn it into a slaw. Brighten it up a bit. Going back to the knowledge again, we have a recipe for making uh, like cocktail bitters from pomelo. Oh, beautiful! So you kind of—I definitely haven't enjoyed your drink section enough. Yeah, well, sweetheart, typically me, there's drinks all the way through it. <laughs> but they like Angela. We seem to have a ratio of drinks now. Radicchio. Yes. Radicchio. Radicchio. I, I would go for radicchio, but you know. 
is ridiculously beautiful. I'm, this Saturday, my best friend, my best school friend's mum's turning 70. She's Danish, she's a musician. I am making Beethoven's beetroot salad with Schubert seeds, and then I'm making a radicchio um, roast grape and Danish cheese salad oh. to like bring in the Danish nice. theme and so the music nice. theme. And you know, everybody loves radicchio because it's bright purple, well, it's, it's like, bitter. Like, all, these, all these different radicchios here, the chibiso. What's that then? That's like a kind of Chinese cabbage, but pink. Yeah, but, yeah. isn't it gorgeous? Wow. I know, amazing. I need to get my phone out because that deserves. Yeah, that deserves to go on the gram, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm so over Instagram in many ways, but when you see gorgeous vegetables, yeah. you're like, okay, that's what, that's why it's, that's why Instagram's worth yeah. staying on. Exactly. Right, let's keep on, let's keep on moving. Who are we going to see next? We are going to wander just sort of down through into the next bit. Yeah. And, uh, I get the Mickey taken out of me for how much I love food and forest and their nuts. <laughs> so I'm going to take you there just because everyone knows how much I love it. <laughs> but do you know them? Uh, sorry, I just love the shouting from the fishmongers. I just love it. Yeah. I mean, these um, guys are amazing. Wow. He takes um, so much pride in the way he sets the store up. Yeah, yeah. I'm he's just, looking. He's asking us why we're not stopping at his. <laughs> Look at that wild mushroom risotto. Do you know what? I so appreciate um, people that sell wild mushrooms because you know that they're costly. You know that they're, you know, hard to get hold of. They cook down to very little. So when you have the wild mushroom offered in a dish, you know that the person that's making it really cares and that it's going to be an absolutely gorgeous dish. Otherwise, why bother? Yeah. So, yeah. You know when you're, when you're looking for something vegetarian or... Well, you just... It's accidentally vegetarian because I'm not a veggie like, like you. But I, I, if, if something's wild mushroom, basically, I'll always go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now we're going to do a quick detour. Okay. Tinge fish burgers. Have you come across these guys? No. I did a talk with Felicity Cloak the other day, and we actually spent, we're supposed to be talking about my book, and we spent the whole time talking about tin fish. Well, here you go. We can do it all again. (laughs) Oh, these are just so beautiful and amazing. Oh. Can you imagine getting a Christmas stocking full of this? I know. When I was writing an article the other day, and I just say, what a lovely present would be a whole stack of these boxes. Yeah. Because they are so beautiful. What we've got here, we've got razor clams, octopus, mackerel rolls, Yeah. Yeah. Anchovies, anchovy cream. Love an I'm trying to see something I've never had before. I'm sure you will. And why is it that tin fish packaging and graphics is always so it's gorgeous? Crazy, isn't it? Because it's sort of the most unglamorous thing in some ways. Yeah. Tin fish. I yeah. grew up with it being really unglamorous, but then you have this absolutely exquisite packaging. I mean, I getting some lovely this. bread ahead, bread, some 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 bread, light toast, rub it with garlic, yeah. and then smash on some of this. Yeah. That's the perfect lunch, surely. Um, oh, surimi eels. Okay, I've not heard of that. Okay, seaweed. I'm definitely trying to eat a lot more seaweed at the moment to, to you know, look after my thyroid health. Amazing, huh? Gorgeous. So beautiful. I absolutely Thank love you. it. Thank you. Hi. How long's how long's the tin? How long have you been here? We've been here exactly one year. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. First birthday. We're just raving about how beautiful. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's absolutely. lovely. Amazing. It just, it's a tribute to the fish. It's lovely as well inside. Yeah. It's yeah. a tribute to the sea, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Do you have a favourite? Is that the worst question? Do you have a favourite? Yeah. Favourite? Yeah, I do. I like the pinayish, spicy sardines. This is the mackerel version of what I, the one I like. Yeah. Oh. Uh, with spicy tomato. I love that. This and is you a like really the popular sardines? one as well. Ah, oh, This yeah. is our bestseller last week. Really? The sardine fillets. And people 
are they gravitate towards the boneless even though they wouldn't really be able to Not really. feel occasionally, the bones? Yeah, occasionally. Some people are squeamish about the bones, but yeah. mostly, yeah, they go for the bones because they're soft, full of goodness. Yeah. yeah. And also, because obviously some of us, our pets are like our children, so we buy them the best. Do you feel people are buying for their... My mum always buys sardines for my dog. No, they do. They go for the razor clamps. They yeah. go for the really, really? high end. Really? Yeah. I'm just laughing thinking, Melissa, hun, nobody is buying these for their dog. <laughs> yeah. But they are, people they do. Are. They're wow. always the best, yeah. Okay, razor clamps. Maybe maybe my dog Nelly's that's, getting a tree. That's Nelly's Christmas clams, sort of for 2023. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Oh, oh, my God, where did you go from? <laughs> Okay. Angela's so, nuts. Well, Angela's nuts. Do you know these guys? Food and Forest. Angela. They Thank are, you they so much. Right up your street. Up my okay. They really are. Okay, so Charlie Tebbett is Food and Forest. He is big in agroforestry. And wow. so the nuts are his kind of way of channeling his passion for agroforestry. They have orchards here in the UK. They have orchards in Europe as well that they work with. And they are... Like, who knew there were different varieties of walnut? No, I didn't. Well, here no, you go. No, I didn't. On. So it's thinking about, well, obviously, you know, how well things can be yeah. grown in a way that looks after the soil, looks after the planet, yeah. heritage, all that stuff. But also, they taste phenomenal. They don't taste like a walnut you've had, your average walnut. They taste Think well. again. And on which note do we have to try some? Let's try one. And I love it. It says it's it. a social enterprise. Oh, amazing. Yeah. They are completely incredible. And they do cobnuts and hazelnuts and pecans and the whole thing. Wow. And yeah, you just think hazelnuts are hazelnut. Like, you know, what can be so different about a hazelnut? But they really, really, really are. Because a lot of people go off nuts, don't they? Even though we know they're a super, you know, let's say superfood with our inverted commas, but you know, they're great for our brains. They're so lovely. They're great protein. They've got good fat, but they can be bitter, dry, yeah. tasteless, yeah. grainy. Absolutely, let's try some. Let's try some. Can we try some? Let's try some we go proper round? nuts. Let's go round. Let's go round. Oh, it's it's a huge stall, isn't it? They are brilliant. That's and I don't testament. care that you can at me for it because that's no. so Oh, Angela. Hiya, you all right? Hi. Hi. It's the cobnuts we're talking about. Yeah, no, well, what, what do you want to try? Cobnuts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's Thank do you. It. What's that then? That's che- is that chestnut flour? Lovely. Love a chestnut chocolate cake. Almond oil. Yeah. Almond oil. Oh, I've never had an almond. I've had this hazelnut oil. Because hazelnut oil is popular in... Um, French cooking, isn't it? And walnut oil in their dressings. We don't. Do we tend to use it as much in the UK? I think increasingly, because obviously yeah. it's hard to get new oils, isn't it? Thank you. Okay. So what are we trying here? Another one. Uh, so, right. So we're oh. just having uh, cob nuts from our orchard. So we grow them on our regenerative farming project. Um, Thank you. Leah. And where's that? You guys. So they're in Kent, uh, yeah. Ivy Hatch, just near Seven Oaks. Yeah. They do gorgeous things to try some. When it's harvesting, people can just sign up, go down, spend a weekend harvesting, and then do like a big paella for everybody. Lovely. And it's like a community thing as well. I was gutted not to be able to go. Oh, really yeah, yeah. Well, we have a date for next year. It's oh, the second, second of September. And you let's should, go, you let's should go, all, let's you go. Should all it's, so cool. it's seriously our favourite uh, day of the year, especially if it's, like, nice and sunny. We just, it's... It's so great. Um, yeah, they so really we... Are just that's delicious. Texture, flavour, everything. They're you, a little you bit want like to eat them sweet, one at a time. Yeah. They're that good. Like a, a little bit sweeter and more intense flavour than uh, than the other hazelnuts. But yeah, they are a hazelnuts. So same family, they grow on hazel trees. And they're a different shape. Uh, yes. <laughs> they look like... Um, they look more like an almond. A little mm. bit. Yeah. 
Um, oh but my yeah, God. There are, there are hazelnuts. And uh, I don't know if you guys but know it, native, it, to, native to here, native to England, indigenous. Really? And of course, Christmas is a big time, isn't it? Yeah. For people getting their so nuts People around. love them in shell yeah, nice. uh, for Christmas time, yeah. Just like the walnuts oh. as well. And yeah. you do the brittle, don't you? Uh, yes, we do the brittle. We started doing brittle with them, actually, when we started Just doing it here. If you guys want to try that. So it's crystallized ginger and cobnut. These cobnuts. Melissa, did you hear that? Crystallized ginger? Stop it. Yeah, actual crystallized ginger. That is genius. <laughs> that is absolutely genius. Sorry, I've got to go and grab it. Regenerative yeah. farming almond oils. Wow. I think these are like wow, wow, wow. I really think what they do is so exciting and no one else is doing it. No. It's really original. And they've got their plastic free packaging as well, which is so thoughtful and special. Gosh, you're so popular already for a you know, it's Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Mm, 10 o'clock. Okay, so wow. And it comes with actual crystallised ginger. Sorry. Uh -huh. Oh, she's making sure you get every last bit. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. So tell me again. Sorry, what is this? Are you sure? <laughs> Melissa's like throwing it around. Oh my gosh, that is so nice. Mm. Oh my god. So glad you guys like it. Tell me again, tell me again, what is this? Uh, it's uh, crystallized ginger and cobnut, and we're making it uh, We're making it just here behind us. Arturo is uh, making it here. We've got a couple of different flavors, but this one is really popular. Everyone loves cobnuts. And I any, anything cobnut. We're also gonna have them uh, chocolate covered as well. Wow. For Christmas, actually coming today. So oh, nice. yeah, okay, we'll and be back in a bit. They're gonna be lovely for Christmas. That is brilliant, thank you so much. Do you know what I would do? Thank you. I would. Rather than ever make a pudding, I'd buy really good ice cream or some cheese, and then I would buy that crystallized ginger brittle and scatter it on top. And why would you need anything else? Okay, let's um, let's grab a little sit down, Sophie, shall we? Have a little bit of chat. Oh, Melissa, honey, what's your what's your Christmas dinner? What do you guys have on Christmas Day? What do you start we, with? What we do you are, wake up to? We're, we're debating it at the moment because we kind of want to do something a bit different, and we don't know who's around. Um, what do I do? I like my lunch, my Christmas, my main meal around 3.34 because I want to have some candles out. Nice. And then I want to make sure it's not too late because I don't want to miss out on the Boxing Day sandwich on Christmas Day <laughs> evening and then repeat it Boxing Day. So working back, I'll probably have eggs in the morning, probably some wild mushrooms. Don't want to get any meat going yep, yep. because the meat's coming later. Yep. Um, and I like to be in my PJs as much as possible, put on some great playlists maybe watch something heartwarming and then I love the prep. I don't really do any the night before. Oh, okay. What's your... <laughs> I like taking my time with the prep. And my only tip that I would give the night before or even the week before is make sure you know what you're cooking, whatever you're cooking in and what you're serving it in. So for me, I'd probably just serve in whatever it was cooked in. So like roasting trays of carrots, the pan of braised red cabbage but there's nothing like a last minute oh my god I lent that to somebody and they didn't <laughs> give it back so that's the only thing I would yeah. do in advance now I am terrible at making too much food I just love a full table however many people abundant feeding, Angela abundant Angela there's always <laughs> too much how many this year have you got we are well, we've just moved so we're hosting yes. for the first time oh lovely. which is very very exciting so we're going to be about eight with some extras coming for Christmas day sandwiches yeah at the end of the night but oh, I do always lovely. make too much. So you are the queen of the leftover. Yeah. When I have 
So I'm going to be doing sort of all, like all the traditional stuff. Yeah. The parsnips and the red cabbage and the carrots, roast potatoes. Give me some of the Hemsley leftover tips. Oh, well, we were just talking about sprouts, weren't we? And we were saying about sprout tops. So there's always, I think, leftover sprouts. So if they're raw, I would just shave them up, toss them with some cheese, um, maybe some satsuma juice, orange juice. There's always a lot of citrus floating around, isn't there? And I'd make a sort of a sprout slaw. I would, um, you know, the trend at the moment, isn't it, Angela, for the young people on, on the TikTok, is smashed <laughs> potatoes. So any roasties that are left, which there rarely are any yeah, roasties yeah, left yeah. I'd smash them um, fry them or you know maybe not to if the oven doesn't need going on I probably won't put it on but I'd maybe smash my leftover roast potatoes and just fry them and then maybe drizzle them in some leftover harissa mm. or something from Spice Mountain I would and like, I do love a roast potato, cold roast potato from the fridge just like that what just just lent yeah. against the fridge Mindful. surveying feel, that you smashed up Christmas <laughs> it feels like the ultimate guilty pleasure yeah cold roasty straight from the yeah. fridge then I love a soup, as you know. So I really like the mulligatoni, mulligatoni type spices of soup. So I would maybe get any leftover veg, whether cooked or um, fresh leftover. Maybe you've got some floppy carrots left. I would turn it into some sort of mulligatoni type soup. Um, or I love a dal with roasted veg on top. So if there's any roasted veg left, I'd put that on top. What else would I do? And then the meat, obviously, I'd make a fried rice, a nasi goreng, probably make a chicken noodle, a turkey noodle soup. I haven't decided what 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 meat I'm going for. Oh, really? I mean, I know that there's a big call from a lot of butchers and suppliers to try and go for turkey leg if you're not bothered. Because the turkey legs are amazing. Yeah, I'm lots of people bit. are buying the turkey crown because they're going smaller with their meat at Christmas. So. Yeah, what would you do with the turkey leg? Oh, you just roast it. I mean, yeah. that's incredible with all the vegetables in there. So the fat yeah. runs and everything just kind of, you know, gets friendly in gets the tin. Gets friendly. Because I often after Christmas, I will, from the butchers, buy the turkey legs. That, anyway, That they've right. locked off yes. to do the crowns. Yeah. Buy them, freeze them, because they're lovely to kind of enjoy later on yep. in yep. the year as well. Um, then, what else would I do? Are you a Christmas pudding person, was it? I'm, I've, I've just turned 37 and I, it's finally hit me how good a Christmas pudding is. I've always been a bit You've lame about it. it. I've grown into it. Um, so I love it, but I like it with cheese. I like it with lots mm. of... Yeah, I like it with cheese. Basically, I like everything with cheese. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I try and try a different cheddar each year. So I'm going to, after this, go and see a new cheddar for my Christmas cheese board. That's really cool. Yeah, a different cheddar each year. Um, what else? Oh, any leftover fruits? I'd make a chutney... In my head, I'd give it away as a present, but I'd just keep it <laughs> for my cheese. Um, or I just love having chutneys around. You know, when you've made a soup or a stew or a gravy and it's just lacking a bit, yeah, I just yeah, dollop some of that in there. Um, what else? I, I think a good thing to say is if anyone finds themselves with too much food and they don't, they can't freeze it, they can't eat it, then Olio is an amazing app, free neighborhood sharing app. They just take a you know a, a picture it doesn't have to be a nice picture of whatever they've got left over of upload it and it will alert people in your community and they can come and pick it up from you yeah. so if all else fails you've got the amazing olio and you know that, your that market does a lot of plan zeros tell me no yeah yeah, yeah. so plan zeros you know the guy the volunteers come down every saturday and i think other days in the week as well but definitely on saturday if everyone's closing up if they, you know 
no one sells everything. Yeah. So the Plan Zero guys come in, they swoop up you know, leftovers of bread That's or vegetables wonderful. and things that won't make it through into the next trading day. Yeah. And Plan Zero is distribute to people who need it. Oh, that's community. amazing. It's great. Huh? That's great. Plan Zero. Okay, mustn't forget that. Melissa, I have loved our market show. I've what loved a complete it. treat to see. But what a complete treat to see you down here at the market. Yes. We didn't get time to honey taste. Next <laughs> no, time, next okay? Time. Chapter two. Next time. Well, Merry Christmas, sweetheart. Thank you very much. Oh. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back with more Borough Talks soon. A reminder that Borough Market is now open seven days a week. For those who can't make it down here, you can still enjoy the best of Borough at Borough Market online with nationwide delivery. You can head to our website for more information, subscribe to our newsletter. There are lots of recipes and features on the Borough Market traders.